Welcome to the Abundant Grace Podcast, where we discuss the gospel, freedom in Christ, and victorious Christianity. My name is Emily Lewis, and I am so honored that you are here. Sometimes Christianity can feel complicated or become heavy. I'm here to lighten that load. I pray that the chats had on this broadcast will empower and encourage you in your walk with Jesus. Hi there, friends. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Abundant Grace Podcast. Today, I want to talk about healing our relationship with God and how to go about doing that. Specifically, how do we heal our relationship with the Trinity? And I think this is important and unique because when we talk about the Trinity as Christians, I think we get the idea that it's a metaphor for us to understand who God is. And while it does create a picture of God that does help us understand his unique attributes and how he relates to us and how we can relate to him, it's more than just a metaphor. It is truth that God does exist three persons in one. And that is something that we can say and wonder at, and not something that we can fully grasp. It's one of the mysteries in the Bible. But when we approach healing our relationship with God, it's helpful to look at each member of the Trinity and see where our relationship is and kind of gauge where our relationship is with each member. How am I relating to God the Father? Do I really think about Him very much? Am I praying to Him, Jesus? Not trying to overcomplicate it, but like, do I actually talk to the Spirit? Um, the Spirit is the one that's been sent to be our comforter and be always present with us. And Jesus is interceding for us, and they all have unique jobs and things that they do for us. And when we look at that and are more aware of, am I thinking about the Holy Spirit? Am I thinking about God? Am I thinking about God the Son? It can help us identify weaker points in that relationship and maybe some misconceptions about our relationship with God. So back to the Trinity being like a metaphor. So it's not only a metaphor, but when we look at God presenting himself in three persons, I think one of the reasons that's incredibly helpful is that we can look at each member individually, and that helps give us the well-rounded, holistic, balanced view of who he is. So when we look at God the Father, like we can examine what am I seeing? Am I seeing mostly someone who's austere and distant? Or am I seeing someone who's loving and caring and kind and kind of overseeing as the creator of everything? And then Jesus, how am I approaching my relationship with him? He came down in flesh and lived the life that you and I couldn't and then died in our place and leaves us a beautiful example of life and continues to, like I said, intercede on our behalf. 
because when we take on the payment that he made on our behalf, we are no longer guilty and we are no longer standing in a place of condemnation because Jesus took that. So he stands maybe in between, you could say the devil, the accuser and the father and says, no, don't listen to the accusations. I paid it all. And he's interceding like we can intercede and pray for others. He is sitting at the right hand of the father interceding and praying over us and for us. And then uh, the Holy Spirit, is it more mysterious? Is he more distant and ethereal in a way? Like, who is he? I'm not sure how to talk to him. I don't want to get too carried away with them. And like, how do I go about hearing these nudges of the Holy Spirit? And acknowledging his voice in my life and his presence there. So you can do an analysis of your own relationship with those three. How am I approaching each one of these? When was the last time I thought about one member or the other? Because I think it's common for us all to have one or three, (laughs) depending on where we are at our stage in life and our stage of like faith, it's common for us to have at least one that the relationship with them could use a little extra TLC. And for me, that is currently the Holy Spirit waking up every day, specifically asking, what do you want me to do today? Here's what's my agenda. I want you to guide me. And attempting to have a continual conversation with the Holy Spirit as I go about my day and healing that because before the Holy Spirit was not really someone that I talked to ever. I didn't pray specifically to the Holy Spirit and I didn't really believe that I could hear him talking back to me. And I honestly believed that the only way that he would talk to me would be by quoting me a Bible verse. So healing the gap between God is distant and not really communicating with me to letting him guide every minute of my day and assuming that he will speak in and interrupt and guide and direct my everyday And so when you take inventory of your own relationship with God, maybe write yourself three categories, God, the father, God, the son, and God, the Holy spirit, and just see where you feel like you'd like to focus and what you'd like to grow. And what do you think God is calling you to focus on in this season of wherever you're at in your walk with Jesus? And when you're ready to take the next step into relationship with God and really healing any misnomers or presuppositions that you may have had around any of the three members of the Trinity, I am so excited to announce to you that I have a course that is finally available for you on this topic. So I walk through the three most common misconceptions when it comes to each member. So one for each, 
it's super actionable and practical and you can begin healing right now. You don't have to wonder what the next step is. And when I say heal your relationship with God, I also want you to think repair and revitalize. So something that might not be working for you, I like you to think this could be better. And I want to give you the tools that will help you make small adjustments to the way that you're approaching who God is and that balanced picture that I talk about so often, it's extremely vital for relationship with him. So that's why I've created, which is why I was inspired to create this course in the first place. You can click on the link below this podcast or send me an email if you would like more information on it. I can't wait for you to get this in your hands. It's three of the biggest tools that have transformed my life in the last couple of years. And I'm so excited to get it into your hands and for you to experience a lot of the same healing and growth that comes from having a bigger view of who God is. So I will see you in there. And until next week, I hope that you are able to find some time to bask in the unconditional love of God and his grace and mercy towards us. Like I said last week, let yourself be baffled by who God is and how big he is and how kind he is to us. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Abundant Grace Podcast. I would love it if you would share this episode with a friend so that they can hear this encouragement and be empowered in their walk with Jesus as well. It would also mean the world to me if you would leave a rating and review on Apple for the Abundant Grace podcast. It really does make a world of difference in getting this podcast into other people's ears so they can be equipped in their relationship with God as well. As always, I would love to hear your thoughts on this week's episode. You can find me hanging out on Instagram, emily.abundantgrace, or you can send me an email, hello at emilyklewis.com. That's emily, the letter K, L-O-U-I-S.com. And until next week, remember that God's grace abounds and won't ever run out.